You know, Brian, it's certainly the case that we're used to the arts playing a diplomatic role, and we're even used to the exchange of athletic teams of different levels helping knit countries together. But I can't really think of another instance in which a sport has played such a central diplomatic role as ping-pong diplomacy did. You know, wh- why do you think that this was the, um, the, the singular example of sport being used to really do the heavy lifting of international diplomacy? And I think that there are two reasons here. One is that the gap between the United States and the People's Republic of China politically simply seemed insurmountable. The Soviet Union, as you know, was our bitter enemy throughout the Cold War. But for the most part, we talked to the Soviet Union. We even negotiated settlements with them from time to time. We simply had no relationship with the People's Republic of China. There was nothing there. There was nothing to work with there. The second reason, I think, has to do with how little knowledge each society had about the other society. So something that's associated with regular people being at home in America's suburban life, like ping pong, was very effective for getting the people on each side of this great divide, interested in each other, curious about each other. And of course, because each side knew nothing about each other, there was a great curiosity on both sides. You know, that's interesting, Brian, because it's certainly the case that the Americans and the Chinese not only did not know each other, what they did know about each other really led them to profoundly distrust each other. And it strikes me that it's not unlike the situation today with the United States and North Korea. And when you think about North Korea and sports, it's hard not to think about Dennis Rodman. So why isn't Dennis Rodman's sports diplomacy working? Well, I think Rodman is a a great example. I think the whole Rodman incident shows how important formal diplomacy is. The fact of the matter is nothing would have happened if Chairman Mao, uh, who ran the People's Republic with an iron hand, and Richard Nixon hadn't both, for their own reasons, wanted to begin talking to each other and move those countries a little bit closer to each other. That simply doesn't exist or appear to exist in the case of North Korea. And so Rodman can go over there, we can have feel-good moments, and they don't lead anywhere without the backing of the two countries that ultimately have to sit down and negotiate with each other. So sports are important, but sports are only a vehicle for other kinds of power. Well, that's right, Ed. But I also think we have this very strong belief that we can separate the two. You know, it's so common to hear, oh, we shouldn't pollute sports with politics. We got to keep politics out of sports. Well, as it turns out, Ed, it's hard to escape the long reach of politics. It, it pretty much penetrates most of what we do. And it's pretty hard to escape the long reach of sports, too. So it's not surprising <laughs> that they get entangled. I wouldn't argue about that, Ed. Did it, did it, did it. A winner take all. 